Bo Morgan. We got to eat our words, man, and I'm happy about it. We we were wrong about uh, about our score predictions on Friday for sure and how we thought the outcome of this game was going to go uh, come out. Falcons, big winners at Mercedes-Benz Stadium today, 28-14 to over the San Francisco 49ers, and the Falcons look like they had the best defense in the league uh, today against the San Francisco 49ers offense that, you know, they, they move the ball a little bit, but again, when it matters most, that Atlanta Falcons defense comes up big. Whether it's making a big play, getting a big turnover, they know when they need to step their game up. They know when they need to make a play, and both they darn sure make one. Yeah, I don't think you can say enough good things about the defense today. It it, it legitimately looked like a top a yes. top defense in the league. I mean, you go to look at this, and I was looking at this uh, after the game mm -hmm. uh, in between interviews that we had on Falcons Radio. You held them to fifty yards rushing, and that's wow. a big stat because. Uh, Coming in, this this is a team that that liked to run the ball themselves. You know, everybody thinks about how the Falcons like to run the ball. But this team was eighth in the league, averaging almost 139 yards a game. And you 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 really you really went over that. I thought the defense played really well. They had a couple of moments, but to me, um, one of and and we'll get into squid sequences a little bit later. Uh, this is not one of them. That's why I'm going to bring this up. But it's much like it. They get the ball back in the fourth quarter, and there's like 11 or 12 minutes left, something like that. And they burned uh, a lot of clock and did not get a touchdown. The defense did a really good job. You go back a few weeks ago to uh, week one at home, mm -hmm. New Orleans, you're up two, uh, two scores mm -hmm. and uh, more than two scores. You're up 26-10. You're up 16 points. And, they go, and, and New Orleans goes down four plays. Boom complete opposite of that not only yeah. did you make them burn so much clock dylan mm -hmm. you also didn't let them score so essentially yeah, the game was essentially over at that point because right. you got the ball back with a little right around four minutes i think like 359 or something that was a mm -hmm. huge sequence by this defense to your point which looked like one of the best in the league Exactly, and and you you teased it. Uh, squid sequences. We're gonna get into that. Something new we're bringing up. So after every single game, when we give you our post game reaction, Squid Billy, Bo Morgan, aka Squid Billy, is going to give you his you know either sequence or sequences that really changed the outcome or decided the outcome of the game. So we'll get to that a little bit later. I do want to start though, Bo, with a few news and notes today because we got a little help from the rest of the NFC South. Well, I should say. You know, we got help against the NFC South because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers get what you can call upset by the Pittsburgh Steelers. They lose 20 to 18. The uh, the, the Carolina Panthers are losing right now to the Los Angeles Rams. Last time I checked, it was 17 to 10, I believe. And then the New Orleans Aints, the Aints lose to the Who Days, the Cincinnati Bengals, who we play next week, uh, defeat the uh, New Orleans Saints in what was a crazy shootout type of game. Uh, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, that duo again, come up big late in the ballgame, I think with like 157 left or something like that. They get a 60-yard touchdown pass. Uh, Burrow finds Jamar Chase, and I like that for fantasy purposes. But that's besides the point. They beat the New Orleans Saints. That is the point. And uh, we're getting we're getting some good help. So right now, uh, even doesn't matter what happens in the Carolina game, right now we are back tied atop the NFC South. So well, the Rams – the Rams, sorry, I was trying to 
pop in there. The Rams have actually put yeah. another touchdown on the board. It's now 24-10, by the way. Beautiful, beautiful. Things I love to hear. So, if all goes well, this could be the perfect scenario for the Atlanta Falcons today. You win, and everybody else in the NFC South loses. So, that would be huge, not only because you got a big win at home and the way you want it, but you find out everybody else loses. That's got to help morale going into next week's game. Yeah, I mean, look, you're going to go in next week tied for the lead. You're going to place another 3-3 three and three team. They're coming off a win in New Orleans mm-hmm. uh, is is the Bengals. And, I mean, this, this the confidence. One thing you cannot say about this version of our Atlanta Falcons is they can play. Right. It feels like with the best of the best. I'm not – I know right now Buffalo, Kansas City is going on, and these are high-powered offenses that are looking on all cylinders. But this team is really playing well together. There's mm-hmm. not just one star above others. There's multiple guys doing it. You know, we have a two-headed monster running back without our best player on offense. Right. Uh, most Well, our most versatile player on offense, I should say, in CP Cordero Patterson. So it's a lot of fun. We're having fun. I mean, I, I legitimately was looking forward to coming home on the way home and doing this. The only yes. thing that was bothering me is I'm, you know, you know, I'm, I'm a guy like said, like, uh, you, you wanted that chill time. That was like the only thing I was like, oh, I'm going to miss some chill time. But I didn't care because we were talking about a just a amazing performance. Yes. I don't think people realize how dominant this game was. 28-14, honestly, could have been more. Really yeah. could have been more. It really, really could have been more. Um and real quick, Squid, I, I want to say this. Even when, honestly, because you, you talked about how it felt like a dominant performance, because to me, even when it was 14 to 14, I honestly didn't even feel worried. Like, I was like, okay, it's 14 to 14. We'll be fine. Like, it, it just felt like, again, even when it was tied, it still felt like the Atlanta Falcons had control of this game from the jump. Well, because we saw them come out in this game and go right down the field, and it yep. wasn't. It wasn't one of those drives where you're like, oh, I mean, you know, it was kind of whatever. No, 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 yeah, whatever. It was okay. No, you went, you came out and you literally just boom, right down their uh right down their throat. You you mm-hmm. burned what's almost six minutes off the clock. You ran the ball a lot. You allowed Mariota to 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 pick his to pick the moments to throw, I mean, it was it was just I got a text from a a buddy of mine, and he was like, "That is the the epitome of what Arthur Smith wants to do," and I was like, "Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it is that that's what he wants to do. That is exactly what he wants to do. I mean, it was just." A great series. I mean, I don't know what to say. It was exactly what they wanted to do, and you you controlled. I mean, I thought they did a good job of getting after uh, us in past situations, but running the ball, you know, you you did enough. And one of the things I don't think these is, is everybody's talking about this offensive line. I think this offensive line, and we'll get into this later in the week. Mm-hmm has challenges when they're pass blocking. For sure. But, I, but I think they're also good enough in the run block. One of the things we're seeing is is uh run blitzes. Mm-hmm. Uh and 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 
the running backs are being patient enough. But the other thing that these guys do, and especially it's Algier and it's Huntley, but especially mm-hmm. Huntley, is their yards after contact is so impressive. They are they are mm-hmm. they are getting hit and they're still falling forward. They're still keeping those legs moving. That is so that cannot be uh overstated enough. You can't talk enough about that. I mean, it's so underrated of a for a running back, and these guys do a phenomenal job at it. Yeah, Huntley was a bruiser all day long. I mean, we heard Dave Archer talking about it during the broadcast. I mean, he just would not go down after first contact. There it was time and time again where you know, a pile of 49ers that to try and take him down, and he would just keep driving and driving and driving those legs. So Caleb Huntley was a bruiser, and Tyler Algier, I mean, he's no slouch either when it comes to getting yards after the contact and, you know, physical running because he he does the, the same thing too. But 